Hello, magnificent listeners. This is Scott with Perch Points Podcast, and I'm accompanied by my brother, Rob. Howdy. Just want to let everybody know that's loving this podcast. Uh, if you also want something along the lines of sports, fun stories, different weird scenarios, fun drops, the whole deal. Gambling. Gambling. Yeah. Gambling. gambling. Exactly. Yeah. And just fun oh, drinking stories. Oven. Come on, listen to Perch Points Podcast on Apple or Spotify and now Amazon. Let's rally! Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Magnificent. I'm your host, Matt Sims, and today is a very special day. Uh, it is Father's Day, and I have with me the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mark Sims himself, my father. Dad, what is going on? Absolutely nothing. Oh, well, are you excited for uh, the fishing trip? this uh weekend oh absolutely yeah been talking to everybody about it are you okay uh you feeling pretty lucky uh that we're going to be catching some uh, pretty good fish uh as of the report yes we are going to catch some very good fish uh lots of limits lots of size and hey we can even squeeze in a catfish or three mm. so yeah everything's good is grandpa gonna allow us to take pictures <laughs> Uh, well, interesting <laughs> scenario there. I just talked to him on the way over here. Okay. And they went out today and there was a tournament at the marina and they went out, him and uh, Jeff went out. Okay. Found 18 feet of water, started trolling, walked in and won the tournament. So, uh, very good. But with the number of people we have, we're going to end up splitting up. You're going to go with grandpa with somebody else and then i'm gonna go on jeff's boat with jeff and we'll be trolling the same waters but you know five or six on the boat is not conducive so we will see what happens yeah because i figured that it would be um you and say jt on one side and then zach and myself on one side and grandpa just drives the boat well but the problem is that boat really only fits three or four comfortably. Everybody's going to be bumping into one another. So True. we're True. Gonna, we're going to divide up and, and go and we <laughs> can also and conquer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So should be a fun time. Okay. I, I haven't checked the weather to see what it's supposed to be like, but you know, get out and get after it. And if we can't get out, then we can fish the river. And like grandpa said, a little kid about three years old caught an 18 inch walleye the day in the right across from the campground all right 
well, before we uh, continue any more uh, questions and everything like that, it is time for the dad, dad joke of the episode. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, this is, I kind of think it's a good uh, Father's Day joke, I would say. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good dad Father's Day joke. Yeah. Um, all right. So a boy is born uh, with no body, no arms, and no legs. Uh, he is just a head. Good thing is his dad loves him. So on his 21st birthday, he takes him to the bar and for his first drink. Uh, he takes, the boy takes a sip and whoosh, out comes a torso. Everyone in the bar yells, take another sip, take another sip. So the boy does and whoosh, out come two arms. He takes another sip and whoosh, out plops two legs. He gets so excited, he runs out into the street, straight into oncoming traffic, into the path of an oncoming truck and bang, he's killed instantly. And the bartender turns to him and uh, to his dad and says he should have quit while he was ahead. Yeah, there you go. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so this is your 25th uh, Father's Day. Yeah. So it's got to be a special one, right? Yeah. 25 years. So, um, I, I mean, like I had, uh, mom on when, uh, for mother's day and, you know, I can say like, are there any certain, um, memories that stick out to you, to you, uh, with, uh, my brothers and myself. And I mean, cause the interesting thing is not, not only are you, uh, like just a, father you are a stepfather as well so like there's like multiple roles that you're carrying and and stuff like that yeah it's uh many hats worn yeah i mean okay so let's uh let's go to um what are some things that your father taught you that you carried on into um fatherhood um the hard work pays off a job worth doing is worth doing well um save your money you're going to need it down the line be responsible be respectful um you know the list can go on and on and on of the things that were taught by my father to me mm. you know and then that's what i've tried to instill back into your generation and your brothers and i even use it on the stepkids you know right i, I tell them all the time a job worth doing is a job worth doing well and you know to work hard and dedicate yourself and be loyal and all those things so you know there's just numerous things that can be said right down the line but you know you, you learn them at a young age and you transfer them at an older age and uh you know you just move forward from there so there's a lot yeah um are there are any specific memories um that kind of carry with you of my brothers and I when uh, like we were little or growing up or anything like that, that kind of pinpoint in your mind. <laughs> sure. Let's see the day I had to hurry home from work because you locked yourself in the house 
And uh, so your mom called me and said, I can't get in the house. And I said, well, tell Matt to open the door. And she goes, I've tried. He won't. He just sits there and laughs. <clears throat> and so I hurried home. And when I pulled in the driveway, you had already opened the door. Uh, the day that JT ran into the corner of the wall, that was memorable. The day that you hit him accidentally with the baseball bat, that was memorable. Um, you know, Zach and uh, JT arguing over a toy that you know zach's like well i i wish you weren't born and i'm like okay now we got to put a stop to this you know and then just you know graduations from elementary school and graduations from well they don't do it from junior high so much but you know graduations from high school and watching mm -hmm. you guys grow up and doing what you do mm -hmm. you know that's it's all memorable it just depends on which context you're looking at when you need to recall it Mm -hmm. you know yeah and you know th there are so many memories and and the cool thing is that you you know you made some great points i mean how old was i when i locked myself in the house oh i think you were around two yeah because i think your mom went out to get the mail real quick or something like that and you just locked the door mm -hmm. and it was a glass door so she could see you but you had just went up and locked the door and She's trying to tell you how to unlock the door and you weren't listening and you were just running through the house, just laughing and having a good old time. And she's, <laughs> she calls me frantically and I was breaking some speed limits, trying to get home so that you weren't in the house alone. And you know. the whole time, like mom can see me. And mm -hmm. She's like, she's like, he's not, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She just couldn't get in the house. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, you, you've definitely taught us different things, um, you know, like with uh, uh, with hunting and fishing and stuff like that, um, you know, and you've also, like, had stories of your own of, like, doing different things of, like, uh, things that you like to do and with football and stuff like that. Um, what are your kind of fondest memories like uh, with us in doing those certain things that you like to do? Well, I, you know, not necessarily coaching you in football and stuff, but going to your games and watching you and that kind of stuff. Those will always be there. Um, and then, you know, going up to see wing fishing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the, the one that, cracks me up often is when we went up to Atlanta and you guys got to shoot the shotguns for the first time and uh, shooting at the pumpkins and such. Mm. And that was fun. And, and so that's always memorable. Um, you know, going out uh, up when we did the bow camp, you know, that was memorable even though nothing was ever harvested, it was still fun to be up there and be out in nature and experience that kind of stuff. And I think the uh, arrow that you let go at the dummy is probably still flying. So <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Did you want to that, elaborate that, that, on that? That, story? that would be called the shot heard around the world because I still think it is going around the world. <laughs> you um, want to elaborate on that story for those that don't know the story? Well, Matt was 
learning how to bow hunt, but yet he was using a crossbow. And so you have to squeeze the trigger and the bolt will head out of the crossbow. Well, Matt thought that the crossbow would kick. So when he squeezed the trigger, he raised the crossbow shot over the dummy that we were shooting at the decoy. And there goes the bolt. And uh, so I never heard it hit anything. So that's why I keep saying that it uh, probably is still going. <laughs> yeah. It, and, uh, and then one um, that I shot flew off the spine uh, of the dummy and just flipped. That yeah. one was fi findable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. So, so pretty much I'm just a bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. There's always room for improvement. I am Don Knotts from Shaking His Gun in the West. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. To the can. <laughs> to the sign. Mm. One a yeah. skillet. <laughs> One of the pants. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So you you are one through the trees, one off the spine, <laughs> and uh, then it was okay. Just aim here and squeeze <laughs> so now the cool, it happens so the, but the cool thing is is like uh minus the bad shooting um like we had some interesting memories and i wouldn't say your proudest moments <laughs> of fatherhood but everybody wanted me to talk to, talk to you about this on on the show and um and especially a couple of significant people and those are good friends of mine mm. they wanted me to talk tell you about the deer camp story the deer camp story yeah or they or they wanted me to remind you of the deer camp story of when you bought me evan williams oh yeah and how, and how i finished that whole thing in one night and and had a little fun time <laughs> while everybody went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> As, yes, it was not one of your shiniest moments in the world. No, no. As we are sleeping and you come stumbling in and then you lay down and then you go, oh, no. And, and I couldn't. And the funny thing is, like, I was so drunk. I could I didn't know how to, the, the tent was already shut, zipped up and everything. Mm -hmm. I did that perfectly. Mm -hmm. It was trying to get out. It was the hard part. I'm stumbling with the, with the, um, with the zipper mm -hmm. and I'm like, open please God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I get it. No joke. Halfway to the point where I can't get out. It was like I was Ace Ventura coming out of the rhino. Correct. <laughs> You were able to get enough out so that you could do yeah. what you had to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. And then it was, uh, are you finished? Uh, get in bed. Yes. Yeah. So. So, yes, but. Was, um, that was not one of your shiniest moments. No, no. And I was telling, I was telling my friends, I was like, um, I was like, okay, well, I didn't really like most ki for most kids like they do dumb stuff like during high school and stuff like that yeah i said my really dumb stuff didn't happen till after high school 
Yeah, that's pretty much the truth. And so, you know, I, and like I was telling that story and everybody, everybody's like, everybody's like, are you, are you going to interview your dad on for father, for a father's day for your podcast? I was like, yeah, they're like, tell that story (laughs) because they were all laughing and they're like, and like one, like one thing after the other, they're like, Oh no. Oh no. It just got worse and worse and worse. Well, I, I do recall that I left you by the fire with your uncle until at about 1030. Mm-hmm. I went to bed and so I crawled in the sleeping bag. So I was sound asleep and then you stumbled in at about three. And when I say stumbled, you I was stumbled stumbling. in. Yeah. Well, you don't know what had happened before that. No, no. Like so. I matrixed over a fire. Oh, good work. <laughs> I almost burnt my eyebrows off by pouring the rest of the Eva Williams into the fire, thinking that it was going to extinguish the fire. But nope, as a chemistry teacher, you should know that alcohol when you put burns. Alco- alcohol burns and when it burns, it whoosh. Mm-hmm. So I double checked to make sure that my eyes were all, eyebrows were there and they were. Yeah. But so, yeah, it was uh, those things I didn't know about. Um, but uh Going back and, and looking at it, you know, it's it's funny now, but I wasn't laughing real hard when it was going on. And uh, no, no, you you more said, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Nothing." No, that's not what you said. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I'm throwing up. And I went, "Oh." I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Just before you turned into Mount Vesuvius. I'm throwing up or I'm going to throw up or something like that. And I was like, oh, geez. And then right outside the tent it was. And I'm like, are you done? Get in bed. So, yeah. But you know what? Some of those things happen from time to time. And and you learn lessons as you move forward with it. Yeah, don't drink a whole fifth in one night. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. In, in, within two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pace and what else am I looking for? Pace and positioning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say are the keys to success. Yeah. Yeah. Proportion control. I don't know. Proportion control, something like that. But all I know is that I learned a fine lesson that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then we had to pack up the next morning and, and all the. You were hungover and. And all the older guys were just shaking their head of disappointment. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was disappointment because most of us that were there had experienced something like that before in our lifetime. We just knew what you were going through. And which is also, which is why you guys were giving me such a hard time about oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we have experienced it. So, yeah. Yeah, but I could definitely say, like, you know, going to deer camp, you know, it was always really cool because, I mean, when I went for the first time ever, um, it was when we got to stay in that really big tent with the um, wood with that stove. with the wood burner sto- yep. stove, yeah. Yep. And um, I was the only one up, and I'm laying in my I'm laying in um, the cot, and all of a sudden I hear an elk bugle in the distance, right. Right, and then that literally right after that, I hear coyotes out in the distance as well. Oh yeah, calling to one another. 
And I thought it was the absolute coolest thing. And I go, did anybody else see that and, or hear that? No answer. And so I just took it for myself and I was like, all right, I'll take it. Well, sure. I mean, you know, up there, you never know what you're going to hear, but that was very, very common. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to hear the coyotes howling and have the elk bugling and, you know, probably at some point in time, you probably heard a bobcat wail. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. up there. It's wild kingdom. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean the really cool thing was um, Uncle Ty got a picture of uh, uh, a baby elk mm-hmm. that was like a couple of yards away. Oh, I used to have a picture of a uh, five by five mm-hmm. elk that walked in on me and uh, at about twenty yards, mm. and I was up in my tree and it just walked in and I started taking pictures. So did you have a cell phone at the time or? Yeah. Yeah. It was the, uh, you know, the, uh, flip phone, uh, version that I had way back when 12 years ago or so that hung by a thread. Well, yeah, but that was, that was coincidental. That was just, you know, overuse wear and tear. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't broke. So I didn't want to fix it. So (laughs) it was still working for me. Yeah. So kind of like my last one. What was your last one? Well, I had an accident. Uh, phone fell out of my pocket into the couch, and I went to move the couch to get the phone, and it was between two metal brackets. So when I moved it, it curved the phone. And it was still working, but I broke the back of it, not the... the not the not, Yeah. And uh, so I was still using it, and then Beth found it, she goes, what happened? I explained, and then she got me a new one. So it wasn't charging well anyway. So now, <laughs> I, now I got a new one. So it's not one of the fancy ones, but it's still a new one. I mean, it still looks like it works, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that one definitely looks like it's new. And um, mm-hmm. and um, it's small like uh, all your other ones. So mm-hmm. it's in my hand. And my students ask me, why didn't you get the big one? Why didn't you get the new one? I looked at them. I go, what do I need a new one for? I go, it fits in my pocket. It fits in my hand. It does what it needs to do. And I said, I'm very content with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a communication device. Simple. The simple man, ladies and gentlemen, a very simple man. Um, but... Uh... Uh, we're going to take a really quick break and uh, we'll get back at it with this special edition of Father's Day. So uh, now that we are. Um, all older um you know you got me moved out you got zach in college jt in college tristan in college cole's graduating high school and kendall's about to be a junior um what have you learned over the years of having to deal with you know like you've already gone through like the younger stages right right 
So now that you've gone through the ballpark a few couple swings with uh, with each kid, um, meaning like you know, you dealt with me in high school, you dealt with J- Zach, JT, Tristan, and then ending on Cole, and about to be you know finishing up with Kendall. Um, are there any certain um, life lessons, I guess you that you or or things that you've learned over the past, you know, uh, five kids. <laughs> oh yeah. There's uh, <laughs> lessons learned daily, but as every parent will attest, when puberty hits, the brain dies. <laughs> when later puberty comes into play the parent doesn't know anything and is literally the dumbest individual in the world and then miraculously as the child gets older into adult stage now the parent is absolutely a genius that's what every parent knows Mm. dealing with you jt zach prior to marriage the second marriage was interesting because I was basically raising you no nonsense. Um, You were to do toe a line. You were to have jobs around the house. You were to make sure that you were home on time. You were to notify me where you were, why you were there, all that stuff. And, you know, some some people would claim that it was possibly, you know, too military-esque, and I was never in the military. I just believed in raising three boys. You had to take a firm line. Mm-hmm. And uh, then as I now start to start the second group, it's a little bit more relaxed on my end because... Beth is able to take care of a lot of that, you know, situation. And uh, there's a definite difference between boys and girls, teen boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had to learn a lot of lessons on how to communicate effectively and how to not be so rigor oriented and, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I learn all the time. You know, there's, a, there's times I put my foot in my mouth more than once a day. <laughs> and there's times where I don't put my foot in my mouth enough. So, you know, it's it's always a learning curve. It's a learning curve, learning process, everything like that. Correct. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I mean, but but the thing is, is like you're a high school teacher like that. Yes, it is. You would think it would be the same. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. Because they're your own. You, they live with you. Yeah. The ones that I have, I'm with them for 53 minutes, and then they go. Yeah. And, yes, I'm with them 180 days, and then they move on to their next set of classes the following year, where at home, you're there all the time. Yeah. You know? It's different. Some of it's the same, 
but some's different. I mean, yes, all, but that's where that all that teenager puberty lose brain cells that that is true absolutely across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just I can't give a number of times that at home or even at school, I would say it's here. Look here for something. And you guys, students, you'll be looking right at it, whatever it is that I'm telling you to look for. You'll be looking right at it and go, I can't find it. I can't even give you the number of times that's been ha- that that has happened. It's just, you know. Like, like in a book or something? No, or? not even. You know, um, I need the flathead screwdriver. It's right over there. I, I can't I can't find it. I don't see it. I'd walk over and grab it real quick and go, huh, here it is. Mm. You know, um, it's on the first shelf of the refrigerator. There's nothing on the first shelf of the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. Top shelf. Sure. <laughs> even if you, it's like, like, you know, I mean, I even I, if you be the des- most descriptive as possible. Yeah. It's like, I don't see it. You know, <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's just, but that's just, you know, teenagers and stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, uh, the fact that, for example, I mean, you know, trying to get away with things and you look at them and go, but this really happened, didn't it? And then they look at you and go, how did you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm dumb. You know, my IQ is four. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Well, I could definitely say, like, you know, look, <laughs> looking at, you know, the that kind of youth, and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, they really are stupid. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I question, I'm like, was I that dumb <laughs> when I was that age? Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you, hormones do miraculous things. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's, it's just, that's just facts. And then, you know, you could go and, and, you know, older individuals than I am, and you could go, well, what were your kids like? And, and they'll attest, well, they were the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, your grandmother laughs at me all the time or used to, when I used to tell her, I can't believe this happened. She goes, what, you don't remember when you did it? Mm. You know, it's, that's it, part, that's part of growing up. Yeah. You know. So that doesn't ever change. And you just look at them and go, yeah, well, you'll grow up one day. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and what's so fascinating is like, I definitely feel like you, like if I ever tell you something like what's going on with like, you know, if whenever I have kids or whatever, like and I call you up and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe this happened and you're going to just start dying laughing i can imagine you starting to laugh and then i'm like stop laughing like this is serious well it'll be it'll be (laughs) depending on the scenario obviously yeah but you know if it's something like you're never gonna believe what he tried to do and i'll be like oh really Hmm. imagine that try me imagine that (laughs) has he tried this yet yeah you know well why you say that because you did it yeah right. you know i mean it's just that's just kids yeah yeah i, I mean i don't know it's just and, and here's the cool thing you know you and i have to also talked about like you know 
whenever you, you do become a grandfather and stuff like that, um, that like you'll you'll teach my brothers and I kids how to chop wood and stuff like that and put them to work and everything like that and um and then what was it i think beth had sent me a video of you teaching layla how to use a scope <laughs> with with that with that gun uh hamburger uh spatula mm-hmm. yeah sure <laughs> sure which that I mean, in all honesty, that was the cutest thing. But I'm like, I'm gonna keep that. Well, you know, and Layla's turning one. Yeah. You know, and so like for at Christmas time when I went over there, I picked yeah. her up and we went over the tree and I was teaching her how to identify the tree, what kind of tree it was, and you know, this and that. And she has no idea, but you know, it's just in fun. But yeah. as they say, also kids are sponges. Yeah. So, hey, educate them now. <laughs> yeah, educate them at once, and then by <laughs> two, ask them, "Hey, do you remember uh, what this is?" <laughs> no, they won't. But you know what? It was fun for me. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Um. So, um, with uh, different things that uh, each of us do, um, you know, you you support us in every way you can. Um, but what were, what are your problem, what are your, uh, fondest moments of like, um, things that we, uh, like cool things that we got to do, like, uh, as of like, you know, JT's studying film, I'm doing my podcast and, but had to go to school for, uh, broadcasting in, in, in the past, um, you know, Zach's going into teaching and, and Tristan is as well. I mean, what, what are some cool things that you could like kind of stand back and kind of just, um, you know, and be like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like that they know this knowledge and stuff like that. Well, I don't know if you can pinpoint just, you know, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. where you sit back and you smile and that kind of stuff is the fact that all of you are growing and all of you are going to be productive members of society. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you sit back and you go, okay, we did a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to have, or any of you start to have a family and you're raising a family and you're doing it the right way. And, you know, that's when you sit back and you just, those are your biggest accomplishments. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're sitting back going, okay, we taught them some important lessons along the way and they'll figure some of it out on their own. They may ask for help otherwise. But that's where the big part is. And, you know, it's my opinion, and nobody on this podcast that's listening to it has to agree with me, but my opinion is that is what a parent is supposed to do. They are supposed to guide, lead, show, demonstrate what positive people in society look like and then allow their children to become positive people in society. And see, that's what I've been telling people, like, um, you know, with all this, you know, stuff of shoving stuff down your throat, you know, of like what's going on today where it's like, you're wrong, I'm right, like, you need to do this and this is how life, like, this is how life is and, you know, this is how you should treat people, right? It's like, okay, 
instead of shoving stuff down each other's throat and trying to one up each other and everything like that. Yeah. Shut up and listen. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then another thing is is um you know, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King said it best. Do not judge a man by the color of his skin, but the, by the content of, of his character. Correct. Right. So if you can judge a person, not by the color of skin, not by who they want to date, who they, you know, identify as, who they, you know, um, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but you judge them by, are they, um, uh, a member of society are they a respectful member of society are they uh do they treat others with kindness do or you know are they just all around good person well it, it it comes down to two simple points morals and ethics yeah done yeah you know you have individual a who is absolutely brilliant they go to college they get a law degree they get you know a, they're they're in medicine of some sort research doctor whatever right and then you've got person b who doesn't go to college goes and gets a job right away but yet is raising a family and doing it the right way if both of them are doing what's morally and ethically correct who cares exactly that's what i'm saying that's yeah. what I'm saying. I yes. Mean, I, I I actually, for a while in education, it was forced down that, you know, you, you we were preparing you for college. You got to go to college. You got to go yes. to college. You got to go to college. Yes. I have a, a graduate of mine who didn't go to college, um, is currently working in a metal fabrication facility. He's 22 years old. He owns his own house. He owns uh, 30 acres of land with said house. He has lots of toys and all that stuff. And he makes about $85,000 a year. Right. At 22 years old, that's a good chunk of change. Yep. He works hard, you know. But then, you know, who's to say that, you know, Joe Schmo, who's highly educated, is going to raise children to be productive members of society. They're not just going to be spoiled brats and expect everything handed to them on a silver platter, you know. Yeah. And, and that's not the way the world works. Right. So yeah. it all comes down to morals and ethics. That's where it's at. Yeah. And I mean, and just all around, just treating people with, you know, with kindness in a sort of way. Like, unless they do unless they do something un, unto you, you know, just try and, you know, cause you don't know what somebody's going through on, on a day, you no, know, you don't. And if you can just show a little bit of kindness and it'll go a long way and everything how about, like that. How about kindness and respect and respect as well. Yeah. And that's another problem that's going on in today's society is the lack of respect. Yeah. Well, it's hard to respect yourself if you can't respect others. Exactly. So exactly. Everybody wants to become an Instagram model or a social media, uh, YouTube star and stuff like that. I mean, granted, don't, don't even get me started on social media. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, it's your, it's your show. So let's get it going. Let's get it going. <laughs> Demoralizing 
the human species, social media. I have to, well, since it's my podcast, I'll say. Well, it. it's my podcast, your episode. Well, my episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff, Facebook. Uh, I mean, I'm guilty. I had Facebook for a while. You know, which the but, hilarious thing is, is like you still have your profile, but you never deleted it because you forgot your password. Right. <laughs> right. But, and the hilarious part is people are still tagging you and stuff. Isn't that fun? <laughs> that's the funny part. That's what happens when you're popular, I guess. Uh, but no, it, all of that stuff. I mean, you know, it, it's it's stuff we deal with every day in education where this kid can't talk to this kid face to face because he's got to do it through Snapchat, Instagram or any other doggone thing they've got, you know, and it's easy. It's easy to be, you know, this guy and this guy because, you know, you can do it and you don't even have to see him face to face. But you get them face to face, and they can't say three words. They're uh uh uh, uh. you know. It's hmm. it's all. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where social media, in my opinion, is ruining society. Now, do you feel like uh, when COVID happened that like that was kind of like the tipping point of like. To where social media became such a social anxiety kind of form. Uh, An anxiety? I wouldn't say social anxiety. Um, what is it? Um, what is it? Called? Social outlet? Well, to where, you know, as you were saying, like people can't talk face to face. And when they do, they become all stuttery and, you know, they all, they have just social anxiety and everything like that. Um, do you feel like once COVID hit and people couldn't talk truly face to face, do you, th- do you think that was kind of like the tipping point um, for, for like today's youth or young people? Or you well, think? I mean, I don't think it helped. I, I think that, you know, it's been building. I mean, every time a new app comes in where something happens, you know, uh, you know, text came into play and, and then, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and, and well, you, I'm going to take a picture and it won't save. And, you know, that's, that's big. Yeah. You know, because you can be Snapchatting away and if it doesn't save, there's no proof unless they're able to, you know, FBI ask and, and get, you know, deep and into, get, the, into, into, into the, into the database. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I just think that society would be, much better off without all these social media things. Mm-hmm. But that also may be the fact that I'm 54 years old. I don't have any and I don't want any. Mm-hmm. I could be throwing my bias at it, you know, yeah. which is okay. Yeah. You know. And the thing is, like, everybody's opinion does matter and has a good point, you know, to an a certain extent. You know, like, to what you're saying, totally get it. Totally get it. Do I still use social media? Yeah, I have. You do. I have to. You're you're 25. <laughs> I'm 25, but also I have to. I mean, do I, do I send text messages? Yes. Do I make phone calls? Yes. Yeah. Do I need to put my life on the internet? You know, and and you know my political views and all that kind of stuff on Facebook and stuff. No, I don't need to do that. Right. I, if you want to know, give me a call. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, or meet me face to face. I'll tell you my political views. 
<laughs> I'm okay with that too. Right. Political or like life views. I would sure. Say. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that my students always say, I shoot everything straight. Yeah. Like it. Don't like it. It doesn't matter. I shoot it straight to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything and I'm not going to lie to you because yeah. I don't have time to lie. I'm not a politician. I don't get paid a lot of money to lie. So I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and they always laugh at it too. So right. I'm like, think about it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, in a way, I feel like sometimes, you know, people should, you know, carry themselves like that to where they should, you know, they should shoot it straight and, you know, just. Okay, yes. But the problem is society wants everything sugarcoated. And that's another thing, too, to where it's like the that sugarcoatedness and every has to everything has to be flawless and perfect and, you know, and everything like that to where it's just like it's. Yeah, it's almost disgusting. <laughs> well, it is. But I mean, you know, in certain situations, yes, you do have to have some tact and some couth. But in other situations, hey, tell the truth. And yeah. if people don't like it, they just don't like it. But they can't really have any grounds or basis to to shun you for it because it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. that, And that's the, that's, I don't know. It's just... Um, it's just something. I don't know. Um, but uh, to change the subject. Um, so there's this one photo of uh, you and I uh, when we were fishing. It was when I was really little. Have you found that photo yet? No, I, I have to admit <laughs> that life usually gets in the way and I don't find that photo. But I, <laughs> I, I, it's in a bin. It's downstairs in the basement in a bin. I know it is. I just have to look for it. Uh, and okay. I you know, with six children, a wife, two dogs, three cats, a pool, life, a job, the whole load. Yeah, I'll, I will find the picture. <laughs> I know that it still exists. Okay. <laughs> Hasn't vanished into thin air. No, it has not vanished in thin air when you're standing right next to me with your orange life jacket on. Yes. No, I... I know, he knows the exact photo. I know the exact photo. I even know what it's in as far as frame goes. I just have to find it. <laughs> oh, man. Now, okay, so there's that. That's one of my favorite photos. What are your favorite photos from, like, uh, of, like, of you and I, of uh, Zach and you, or JT and you, or anything like that? Or of all, even of all uh, of the four of us, or, you know, or if you want to say, uh, including, um, if you want to include Beth in this, uh, we can do that too. Well, actually, the best photo that I know of is the photo of the eight of us in front of the barn that we took. Mm. That is the ultimate photo for me. Yeah. That is everybody involved standing in front of this beautiful white barn and we were all present and we you know had that photo session taken and so that one's the most important to me right um i mean yes uh the, the quilts that you guys have showing kindergarten all the way through your senior year i mean all that that's all important stuff yeah you know and that's stuff that doesn't go away you know i mean i've always said and beth will attest that I don't really enjoy getting my picture taken. 
but there are certain occasions where I'll say, okay, yeah, these in this photo is, you know, there. Mm -hmm. So I will admit that, you know, a lot of the photos of when you guys were young and, and things don't exist any longer. I mean, I have some, but I don't have a lot. Right. But, you know, just, you know, that photo, the photo that you represent or that you are talking about. Yeah, it, it exists somewhere. Uh, it's with all the other photos in a bin. Right. Um, somewhere in the basement. I just have to find it. <laughs> but no, the most meaningful one is the one of the eight of us. Yeah. I mean, do you think we should uh, get an update of it? Because if you think about it, Zach, let me think. Did Zach have a beard during that time? I don't believe so. No, I don't think he did. JT I'm trying to look. Either. Yeah, I'm trying to look on my wall. Um, no, Zach had like a goatee going on. Yeah. Yeah. But JT didn't have his facial hair going at the time. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Like all. And plus, like Cole's got his mop head of a hair kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, should we? Um, I mean, we. We probably should here in another two years. Yeah, because that was how, that's how how old. Well, that was taken what five years ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's been a while. So, I mean, in a, in a couple of years, Cole, when, when Cole's Kendall, grown, Kendall's grown. Oh yeah, everybody. Everybody's gotten older and now looks older. And yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, my hair not the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> not the greatest now or then then mm. then my hair is flawless now mm. <laughs> like, i got so many compliments yesterday <laughs> well yeah yeah so i mean i'm gonna stick with this for a while so <laughs> hey. nice short, i mean grandma would appreciate it i would say that yeah. grandma would appreciate it because it's nice short clean cut very nice looking yeah she'll just tell me to shave my face but that's not gonna happen right <laughs> so, well i think she's given up on that pipe dream too so. yeah yeah I mean, beards are coming back beards are coming back beards are very big right now yes they are yes they are i just don't grow mine out which i really think you do i really think you should no I will look like Santa Claus. So nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> you want to do it during, uh, you know, you want to do it during December. You know, you can do that. No. Make a little extra cash saying ho, ho, ho and Merry Christmas sure. and all that. fun. Start stuff. it in no shave November and work it in financially in December. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. See, making money moves. Let's oh, do yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They pay big, big money for, you know surprise santa clauses and stuff yeah just go to bronner's get yourself a suit you don't even have to buy the wig no because the hair is already gray exactly so you can automatically just you know not even get a beard or anything like that just no. grab the hat and Absolutely. everything else sure <laughs> give me excuse to add more weight on sure <laughs> i'm not saying that mm. i'm saying just add a pillow in there you know like like normal people <laughs> I've been there, done that, on the t-shirt. <laughs> what, dressing up like Santa? Mm -hmm. You dressed up like Santa? Absolutely. When was this? This was in 1991. And I did it for uh, a grocery store that your grandmother worked at. They were having Visit Santa Day, and they had nobody that would play Santa. 
And this is prior to my gray hair. So, yes, I had to wear the wig and I had to tape the beard on. And the well, whole... 1991, you were in your early 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, I was uh, I was Santa Claus in the grocery store for the day. I think I made a whopping 50 bucks out of the deal. Ooh, $50. $50 was a lot. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not a It was lot. gas money. It was. It was. Gas money and a little fuel in the stomach, and uh, 50 bucks was gone. Now it wouldn't even get you a full tank of gas. So I know. Matter. Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, uh, tank of gas. Um, but we're going to take one more quick break and then we're going to ask you a couple more questions and then uh, we'll uh, close it out. Cool. Okay, so um, the... To all the uh, new fathers out there, what advice could you give to these new up-and-coming fathers? Maybe who have one-year-olds, maybe who have newborns, maybe who have, you know, toddlers running around. Um, hmm. Be patient. Be kind. Be demanding but yet be accepting and do the best job you can because contrary to popular belief, when the baby comes out, there is no training manual that comes with it. So you're going to make mistakes. You learn as you go and just realize that, Hey, this is part of you and always will be. Yeah. That's it. That's a good quote. Well, you heard it. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> quote that one and put it in a book <laughs> sure right off the top of my head boom there it comes um so i mean okay what about uh, uh let's see um like with the fa with fathership like um our fatherhood i don't know how you how you would call it um you know, you, you and I have always said like, um, uh, to like the difference between like, uh, what is it? Like a father, a dad and a, uh, Oh yeah. I know a, where you're going a sperm with donor with that. Right. How, how does that, how does that go again? That's yes. A father, a dad or a sperm donor. Yes, right, exactly. Right. right. So, and then which, and then which one is, which and there in the in the interesting is uh over over time like i've heard like a different argument on it well i mean i i think that you know a father is someone who nurtures you know and teaches leads you know and that kind of stuff a dad is somebody who takes a vested interest but yet takes more of a hands-off approach to the important things in life and then a sperm donor is just somebody that exactly did exactly what the words say they <laughs> donated sperm and had nothing to do with it anymore so right took the responsibility and and dumped it in the toilet you know yeah um 
and now the argue, so the argument is is that you know you just flip dad and father well i you know there's sometimes where you're a dad and there's sometimes where you're a father and you know those kind of terms are are somewhat interchangeable but you know a father is the guiding force for who you turn out to be yeah and dad is more of a term where you know i mean it's it's said in today's society I, he's the fun dad it doesn't say he's the fun father yeah you know yeah, he's the fun dad yeah well okay i'm a cool dad yes <laughs> i'm a cool father no you're not a cool father <laughs> you're not you're a father you're going to make tough decisions and if you're you know and they're not always going to be the right ones and you know it's just like anything and um you know i'm i'm sure you've had to make you know tough decisions as a as a father and you know everything like that and this i mean i can definitely say like you know like being a single father like for quite some time like um like I, I'm not sure if you want to get into that, but I figured you know for those that are also going through the same thing to where you know with single fatherhood, um, you know it it's tough, you know, and yeah, you do, you do the best you can. I mean, you know, like for any single parent, you know, sure. And when you've got you know kids that are just beginning teenagerhood, right? You know, yeah, it's it's extremely tough. Yeah. You know, and no, you don't always make the right choices and no, you don't, you know, but you do the best job you can and, you know, you, you, you weigh the consequences and, and that kind of stuff and you, and you make decisions and, but that's what people do in life in general, you know, or at least they should, Yeah, you know, just you make decisions and you stick with those decisions, you know, I mean, <laughs> perfect story you wanted to go to somebody's house for some sort of party it was supposed to be a birthday party and so i dropped you off and i said is the parent home and you said well they're on their way and so i dropped you off and i sat in the car and waited and an hour and 15 minutes later the parent never ever showed up so I proceeded to give you a phone call and I said, this party is over for you. There is no parent and I'm not waiting around any longer. Get in the car and let's go home. And you said, no, they're on their way. They're on their way. I go, no, no, get in the car. We're going home. And, uh, yeah. When was this? <laughs> I don't when, remember this. When you were a freshman. It was somebody's supposed birthday party and everybody was in the backyard and you were, had boxing gloves on with somebody and, and I watched the whole thing from the car and the parent never showed up and I called you and I said, the party's over. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember so the that. party's over. Let's go. Yep. Yep. I remember. I remember <laughs> now. So, you know, that's one of those decisions. Yeah. I could have you know been the fun dad and said hey go have a good time yeah. but there wasn't a parent there and no you're going back home yeah sorry i hope you enjoyed your hour and 15 minutes of <laughs> party time 
<laughs> yeah, now that's coming to me when you said boxing gloves, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the backyard. Yep, I remember now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't know why those came out, but I, who knows? That was well. Again, uh, you were in ninth grade, which would put you at about 14 years of age. 14, and, 15, so yeah, about over and, 10 years ago. And the fact that you know those hormones take over, and you, you just weren't smart. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so you and I have had this discussion to where dealing with our friends and, um, you know, now you're like, I'm too old for this. You are literally sounding like, um, uh, what's his name? Glover. Um, Danny Glover? Yeah, you're sounding like Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. Mm. I'm too old for this shit. Mm. <laughs> so... Like with, uh, of course, with my step siblings, friends, you're like, I can't stand them. <laughs> well, that's not that's not true. That is not totally true. It's the teenagers thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. And, you know, some of them are very, very nice people. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, yesterday, you know, Cole had some buddies over mm -hmm. and yeah, I went in the kitchen and was shooting the bull with them and stuff. Right. You know, but. There are some out there that I just look at and go, you can make better choices. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and which is, you know, is there any, I mean, with any of our friends like JT, Zach, myself, like, did you have that kind of same mindset or? Yeah, absolutely. That's being a parent. Yeah. You know, that you, you look at who they are and if you talk to them and stuff, yeah, you can look at them and, I, automatically you can say they're not a good person mm -hmm. and I don't think that you should associate with them. Mm -hmm. I think all parents do that. Now what cracks me up is like, there are some kids that you did not like, but their parents loved me to where they were like, Oh, you're so good. For my kid. And I think we might know who that person is. He's yeah. doing very well for himself right now. Right. But it, okay. But <laughs> All right, but let's let's take it out of the hot seat, right? It wasn't that I disliked him. It wasn't. No. It was the fact that I didn't like some of the things that he did. Yeah. Right? As he started to grow up, he started to make better choices. Yeah. You know, so he became more tolerable. Yes. But, you know, early on, yeah. It's like, no, what are you doing? No. So, yeah. I mean, and what cracks me up is um, that one time when we were in football together and you had in and you were showing like some type of offensive uh, moves, right, of how to pivot and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was when um, I think it was around like sophomore year, I want to say. Yeah. It was, anyway, in the back, then, it was in the backyard by the pool. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, uh, he... You, you knocked him over and he goes, okay, hold on. Puts on his shoulder pads in his helmet. And he goes, all right, let's go again. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, uh, you, uh, one of my favorite, one of my fondest memories of the, of you, myself, and uh, one of my friends was when Chris and I, uh, we were, like it was around when testosterone was high him and i were bickering back and forth and then him and i started wrestling on the floor about to go for blows uh you know to to each other with fists 
And then you come running up the stairs, grab us both by the collars of our shirts and set us on both uh, separate uh, couches. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been an interesting ride. It really has, but you know, that was, that was back when I was also single and solo and having to make decisions and do things on my own, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you know, again, you do the best job you can. And it was, that was an interesting time. Yes. But was also interesting was when I separated you two, neither of you tried to get back at one another. And uh, that was probably a safe choice. What do you mean back, back at one? Meaning one? that even though I separated you, you didn't try to get back at one another as far as to start wrestling and tussling again. Oh no, we, we, we knew we were done. Yeah, that was, that, <laughs> that was knew, probably a very, we very knew good we choice. were done, <laughs> but that, I mean, cause we were, you know, we were, we were telling stories, um, about him and, you know, I came up with a couple others and everything like that. But yeah, that's that's one that I'm going to just, you know, keep in my back pocket for whenever he gets married and what and whenever Chris gets married. So, mm. <laughs> but, um, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's just going to be the most uh, interesting best man speech ever. But um, um, other than that, uh, so you are excited, though for father's day weekend i mean it's not just one day it is a whole weekend yeah i am we're gonna have to figure out when we're leaving who's driving the whole load Mm -hmm. um and then uh get up there and get the tent set up get everything in there and and uh you know start fishing right away if we can yeah and uh not necessarily on the boat the first night but you know fishing in the river that's cool also yeah fun time yeah so and then should uh, be fun yep that should be fun and then uh any, you know. any plans on what's going to be uh what's going to be uh, for dinner what's going to be for dinner and breakfast and all that fun stuff oh i'm sure there'll be you know your usual eggs bacon and sausage and stuff for breakfast and then lunch whatever you want and then i think for dinner i think we're going to do stuffed burgers one night and i think we're going to do fish another night okay so I think that's the way we've got it planned. Yeah. But I think uh, we'll be cooking over the fire most of it and, and letting the good times roll and, you know, just just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Now, what about uh, what about the neighbor girls? Are, are, are you looking to get, get your butt kicked by them and get your money taken away and all that fun stuff? No, I'm poor. And uh, <laughs> so I, I only have a certain amount of disposable income. But, uh, yeah, we might play some cards. Who knows? Mm. You know, I'm not going to make any plans. I mean, it's, it's sugar festival, you know, the, the parade's going to happen. Yeah, that's and right. If we decide to go to the parade, that's fine. If we go fishing, that's fine too. Um, the fireworks on Saturday night are going to be off the, you know, deep end as they usually are. And no, it's, it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be good. All right. So we'll get, we'll get after it hopefully catch a bunch of fish and uh you know eat some good food and have some good times and and then come home on sunday and the good thing about next uh monday is i don't have to go to work lucky you yeah lucky yeah. you summer vacation has started even though i gotta work mm-hmm. 
that Sunday night mm-hmm. and also play softball and all that stuff. So sure. that's going to be. Yeah, I, I don't have to. I, I get to start getting ready for the grad party and all the fun that goes with that. Yeah, that's what you get to do. So, mm-hmm. and then I just, yeah. So that's all in all, it's going to be a good weekend, I think. And it's going to be just all around fun. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, and for all those listening, uh, if uh, you're wondering what exact picture uh, is Matt talking about, well, I will also post that not only with my dad's photo, um, uh, on the podcast, uh, Facebook and Instagram, but I will also put that, uh, that picture that I am talking about that, uh, that we, uh, have gone back and forth with, uh, on occasion. So, uh, dad, happy father's day. Thank you. Um, hopefully, uh, we catch some pretty good ones. Hopefully you catch some pretty good ones, uh, for, uh, father's day weekend and we get some awesome pictures, awesome memories. And, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll have more to talk about well the good part is too we'll have three generations in the same camp so yep you know that's a big thing yeah that's definitely a big thing and definitely not things that to hold on to and absolutely absolutely make memories and then you can share them later well right well dad again happy father's day and to all the uh gentlemen who are listening who are fathers happy father's day to you as well Yeah.